0: This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I've found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yai, yai, Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. What's wrong with me? Why am I not sad? That's a rhetorical question. Hello from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 27, Texas Christian University. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page. For Unreasonable Doubt, find it, hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. In the show notes, there's a link to the Unreasonable Doubt merchandise page. Click the link, buy the merch. West Virginia's lost four out of its last five games now. They lose this one on the road, as they've done a few times this year 67 to 60 in overtime. And that's an improvement. And we've all got to give WVU that, is that, yes, they lost this game on the road, but it was at least tied after 40 minutes. And you can't say that when they lost to Kansas State in Manhattan, and it wasn't tied at the end of regulation when they lost to Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas Tech, right, and Baylor. This one was tied after 40 minutes. And so that's an improvement. And you can laugh that off, but it is. <laughs> well, I'll laugh it off. What do you want me to say? West Virginia is not a good road team. And we know this. We, <laughs> we figured it out. We kind of got fooled uh, when they won in... Where were they at? In Mexico? In Columbus? Threw us off the scent. But they are still not a good road team. And despite that, despite the loss, and back to the reason why I'm not sad, there's a lot to like from this game. I'm not kidding. WVU had 19 assists. When's the last time they had 19 assists? So that's, that means that they, I mean, it may not look like it at times, but they're passing the ball better to have 19 assists. And maybe TCU's not really great on defense. 10 turnovers. Only 10 turnovers. This team has struggled with turnovers all year. And to only have 10, I'll take it. No one was in foul trouble. It was a very bizarro game. With West Virginia not fouling. Because it's kind of West Virginia's deal, right? To foul. And yet they weren't doing it today. No one was in foul trouble. It's like the calm before the storm. (laughs) Not not that a storm happened today, but that day before the storm where everything's is kind of hot. It's like, oh, what a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. But it's kind of weird because the, you know, you're hearing, oh no, tomorrow batting down the hatches. And you're like, why would we bat down the hatches? I mean, it's, it's such a beautiful day when West Virginia's is not getting called for fouls. That's what it feels like the day before a terrible storm. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's how you describe being a WVU fan. Like both days, like you feel good the day before the storm and then the storm actually hits and the, and the storm <laughs> in WVU sports history the storm always comes okay oh, i'm being optimistic or i'm being i'm being positive here west virginia held tcu to 67 points in 45 minutes you know 67 is not it's not terrible but it's not something to Jump on, jump on a soapbox and say, "Look at us! Look how good we are at defense." But they it took five extra minutes to get to sixty-seven. So West Virginia's still good at defense, and West Virginia got a break at the end. I don't think they should have called a foul on, <laughs> on on Bain at the end. And West Virginia got that break for a chance to win in overtime. And Derek Culver had a great game. He is responding well to not starting. This game, 18 points, 12 rebounds. Taz Sherman making shots from farther away than five feet, which is something this team needs. He's getting buckets and I like it. Here's the problem. All that's good, right? Here's the bad. Two major stats. Two of 17 from three. WVU was. And some of those were not in the vicinity of going in. And a lot of those were short. And secondly, West Virginia was eight of 15 from the line. Eight of 15 on free throws. And that's what lost WVU the game today. They lost a St. John's game, you could argue, to free throws, among other things. It's not only, it's not ever just one thing. But today, it was one thing. <laughs> because let's just hypothetically, let me just throw you at you the situations in regulation where West Virginia had chances to score points from the free throw line. TCU, after West Virginia was up two at the end of the first half, West Virginia up, was up 10 at one point in the first half. TCU made a run. Late in the first half, early in the second half, take a lead. TCU's up 51-45. Deuce McBride gets a rebound, comes down, scores, an and one. I don't know if he got the rebound, but he ran the fast break, got a layup, got fouled, cuts the lead from, excuse me, not 51-45, from 51-48 to 51-50, He's at the free throw line. Chance to tie the game. What does he do? He misses it. All right. Later, TCU up three, 53 to 50. And and by later, just like a, a few, like a minute later, Derek Culver gets fouled on a shot attempt. He misses both free throws. So that's three misses. Then West Virginia up 54-53. Thanks to Derek Culver. Can't or I'm sorry, TCU's guy, Samuel, who did not miss a shot. <laughs> uh, shooting field goals. He was 7-7. Seven of seven. He's, he's under 40% shooting free throws for the season. But he's at home. And they're playing West Virginia. And what happens? That guy that shoots under 40%, he makes both free throws to give TCU the lead. And then 55-54, Oscar gets fouled. And Oscar had a rough game, right? He hasn't had a lot of those this season. But today, rough. Especially defensively. When I tell you that Samuel went 7-for-7... Oscar was responsible for at least four of those field goals because most of those were dunks because Oscar was not doing well in pick and roll defense, but Oscar down West Virginia is down one. He makes one of two, but when you add that up, West Virginia had four chances from the free throw line. And again, The game was tied at the end of regulation. So if you make one of those, of those four missed free throws, if Deuce makes the end one, if Derek goes one for two, if Oscar makes both, then (laughs) then that foul, and I'll be very candid with you, Then that foul at the end, I tell you that it wasn't a bad foul. Very good call by that referee, and West Virginia squeaks out a win. And I don't know, here's here's the ultimate what if, because all this is what if, right? What if West Virginia wins this game by one point? What does the fan base think of that? Does the fan base say, oh, we won on the road. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) I know Huggins still probably isn't happy with a one-point win. He's still probably frustrated. But I know, let me speak for myself. If West Virginia wins this game by one point, if they win, what was it? 58 to 57. then I'm good market a W at this part of the season get the win uh and what um unfortunately what I think the fan base would do is like West Virginia beat TCU by 30 points last game they only won by one. Oh, no! (laughs) I really do. I know that the upcoming NCAA tournament is not played on the computer, but guess what? Computers still love WVU, even with all these road losses. I checked Ken Pomeroy. He updates pretty frequently his computer. West Virginia's still number seven in the country, according to Ken Pomeroy. And again, that doesn't get you wins in the NCAA tournament, but and it's not foolproof. Uh, you know, it's a computer, right? But the computer, even going into this day, it, going into this game, the NCAA net ranking, the net ranking system, a computer system that the NCAA uses and the selection committee is is using. They had West Virginia number 10. After this game, they're still going to have West Virginia as a top 15 team. So West Virginia is ranked 17 in the AP poll. Very likely they're going to they're going to hang out in the top 25 even after this loss. But this one was about free throws for me. Four chances. Oh, I mean, let's be clear. Three. They had five free throws close to the end. And West Virginia made one of them. And that's and that's the difference of the game, despite all the other stuff. Random thoughts coming up. And this is a good team. Random thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime, family-owned company, veteran-owned company, full-service graphic shop. They'll take your design or create a design for you and then put that design on over one million different promotional products. Stickers, hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts. And now... They can embroider something for you. Embroidery. Brand new at Dyer Prime. Take that design. Take lots of stitches. And put it on a hat. Or very simple designs. Pick a font. Put it on a bathrobe. Your initials. Huh? Call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. You know how I know the season's almost over, besides looking at the schedule every day and knowing that. March Madness happens in March and we're at the end of February. Like besides those things, the way that I know that basketball season is almost over is that I'm getting annoyed by those Phillips 66 commercials. (laughs) You know, I, I get to this point every year, like, okay, I get it. You know, all these different people, they go to the gas station The lady that has a restaurant. You know what she does? She's got to drive around town. You know what she needs to drive around town? Gas. Where does she get the gas? Phillips 66. Why? I have no idea. The dad that has his son driving him around. He's very concerned about his son driving on his own. And he makes faces at his son. Guess guess what they do? They drive around. Because his dad needs to drove around. Guess what they need to drive around with? Gas. Guess where they get the gas? Phillips 66. Why? I have no idea. Other than they end up at Phillips 66. And so Exxon, just as a comparison, Exxon, their recent commercials tell you, we got a gas that's better than the other gas lanes, Right? I've seen a Speedway commercial. They don't even talk about the gas. They're like, well, you know, come for the gas, but come inside the store. and We got, we got a speedy cafe and we got, you know, buy six donuts and get, we'll give you a donut. Phillips 66, their angle is, well, you're going to get gas because you drive your car around. Why don't you get it here? (laughs) It's just... Really... When's... You know... When's the gas commercials gonna say like... Hey... We know you look at the signs and, and try to figure out where's the cheapest place you can get gas. And yeah, we don't have a lot of control over that. But hopefully, when you find the cheapest gas... It's at our place. Like, what? I just want more truth in advertising when it comes to gasoline. And in a quick game of overrated, underrated, or properly rated, gas going to the nine tenths of a cent, underrated. That when it's a dollar 99 and nine tenths of a cent, it's less than two bucks by one tenth, but it makes you feel good. And so, gasoline stations where you feel like it's always one cent cheaper, (laughs) even though it's only one tenth cheaper than what it says on the sign, you know. Another thing, and in random thoughts, what does it take to be a U-Haul Tetris master? Help some family move today, extract things out of their home, and you typically have, I said U-Haul, but fill in the blank moving truck. If you're not a man of means and paying somebody to do it for you, you're going down the street getting a empty box truck bringing it to your home and filling it up and maybe you played tetris before and you're good at tetris and the boxes are moving and you know how to get all the boxes to get the tetris but in real life you haul tetris what does it take to be good at that because so there's either people that are good at it and people that are not and people that really think about it and could do it quickly and do very quick blink of the eye. Of course, you need to put this here. Put the boxes back here. We've got some space here. Let's fill it in with some small boxes or some, uh, some loose items. And then at the end, the box truck is filled from ceiling to floor with stuff. And then there's some people... They put eight things in the box truck and they're like, it's full and we've got 40 boxes left. Is that an IQ thing? Is there a correlation to Tetris and Dr. Mario to filling up a truck? (laughs) I'm just throwing it at, I don't know. I'm just asking. And what I've through and through lots of repetition because you, you help family move, you help your friends move. And as you get up there in age and as you get older, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to be asked to help move your friends and your family. And so, my only question is sometimes that goes, or it goes one of two ways either it goes really well or it goes terrible in regarding to filling up the box truck. You tell me what makes a good. U-Haul Tetris player. God bless the good ones. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Show your Mountaineer pride at Permanti Brothers. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites, including wings, those awesome sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt? West Virginia's been bad on the road. Guess what? They're on a two-game road trip. They were in Fort Worth today. They take however long of a trip that is from Fort Worth. I think it's south to Austin, Texas, where Monday, WVU will play University of Texas in Austin, 7 p.m. ESPNU. Now, (laughs) oh, man. TCU played Texas in their last game at Texas. It was a midweek game. And I saw a video on the internet that was really amazing. And established on this podcast, the state of Texas, big football state. Basketball, eh, you know? But 10 minutes before a Texas game, somebody was shooting video and legit... Outside of the pep band, I think there were 18 people in the stadium at the University of Texas. And they have a winning record. They've struggled. They've had a four-game losing streak here recently. Now they've won two in a row. They won the day. I believe they beat Kansas State on the road. So they've struggled. But to have... <laughs> I looked at, at the box score of the TCU Texas game and the attendant said there was 8,000 people there. And what I would argue is they were probably 6,000 heavy on that count. Maybe a couple of thousand of people were there. And we're talking and I'm being generous there. It could have just been friends, family, tourists. Like, oh, this looks like a snare drum. Let's see what's inside. Oh, there's a basketball game. Oh, cool. Oh, I can get a ticket. Oh, this gentleman's going to offer me a ticket for $3. I'll take it. So that's the kind of atmosphere the WVU is going into Monday. And West Virginia struggled on the road. Here's another thing to watch for. Will Baker. Remember that name. That guy. I was not impressed with him when, they, when West Virginia... Played Texas in Morgantown and beat them soundly. Like in probably West Virginia's best offensive performance. I think Spencer Mackey scored in that game. But now they go to Austin, and Will Baker is a different Will Baker. I saw some Will Baker highlights, and Will Baker was stroking the three. He was hot in the first half of the Texas TCU game. Making shots. And they've had injuries. And guys are out for the season. And so Will Baker gets more minutes. And basically what I'm saying is, Hey, Derek Culver, put the clamps on Will Baker on Monday. Would you? Please? I don't know what's going to happen on Monday. I told you, the Oklahoma State game was the most important game of the season. I wasn't the only one that said that. Uh, I don't know how many games are important from here on out. Win the home. There's two home games, two road games. How about let's let's win one of the road games? Just just throw it out there. Why not win two road games in conference instead of one? So win one of these games on the road, either at Texas or at Iowa State. And win the game at home at Oklahoma and then see what happens against Baylor. That's what that's my expectations. What are yours? I've talked about the stock market this season. Did you did you sell some of the stock after the Oklahoma State game? I wouldn't blame you if you did. Right? Get that bounce back. Take some off the table. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. There's just a handful. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Podbean, Castbox. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Hit a subscribe button. Google the word subscribe. And then see what it means. And then, well, don't do that. Just look for the subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast and press that. That helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU for the 2019-2020 season. 19 wins, 8 losses.